Hello and welcome to Between the Mountains podcast with me, Chris. And today we speak with Emma, who talks about her trip back to her home country of Croatia as a tourist. Croatia is a beautiful country and is scattered with mountains, its culture, stunning coastline along the Adriatic Sea too. She talks about visiting a home near Pula, all the way to the Plitvice Lakes, and I hope I said that correctly, and a run in with some frogs too. Emma takes us through her fun uh, and adventurous road trip actually, and I really hope you enjoy it as much as I enjoyed recording the session with her. So thank you very much, and with no further ado, let's get right on into it. So hello Emma, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. How are you doing today? Really good, thank you. Yeah, not too bad, just dealing with this craziness we have nowadays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so at a time of recording where we're all in lockdown for coronavirus. So um, so yeah, it's a, it's a stay-at-home situation for most of the country, isn't it? Yeah, most of the world, I would say. So it's really nice to have like the opportunity just to speak about the travels and it kind of like brings you back yeah to, to reminisce yeah so we are today going to be talking about croatia and those with finely tuned ears despite how good your english will, is will um will be able to tell that you're not from in- england <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so exactly. where are you indeed from so i am from croatia <laughs> um I was born in Croatia, I lived in Croatia for the most of my life and I moved to England about two and a half years ago where when I started my studies. So here I am today, still in the UK and um, I love it, I love it, I wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And do you feel, um, uh, yeah, because I mean your English is, is fantastic so I, didn't, I, didn't, I wouldn't have thought you were from there. Um, <laughs> But did you feel like coming from Croatia prepped you nicely for a holiday there? Or was it or was it still all completely new for you and you still had to do all the research? Um, well, I would say it, I was really like prepared. Like Croatia will always be like my first home, no matter how many places I call home afterwards. So, yeah, yeah. it was just like going somewhere I know. Perfect. Perfect. So quite easy to plan it all out then yeah 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 really really easy like really easy i am studying events management but this was like you know a piece of the cake <laughs> oh absolutely yeah absolutely so yeah so you've got the organizational skill anyway <laughs> exactly <laughs> so how was the trip and, and and what why did you go well the trip was awesome um i would say it was the best trip of my life even though I'm just 21, but <laughs> up so until this point, it was <laughs> so far, it was the best trip, definitely. Um, how did we get to the idea? Well, so picture this, it's me um, and then seven other random people in my room, in my dorm in Birmingham, and we're all from different countries. So there are like two people from Germany, one people from Spain, one person from Spain, one person from Portugal, Singapore, and then there is me. Wow. <laughs> so we just got really close in a really, really short time. I really didn't know how it happened. And then we were just talking and saying like, yeah, I think we should like travel together, you know? That's what yeah. all the groups like say, like really close group of friends. But the thing is this time it actually happened. So we sat down together, we bought the tickets for Croatia at the same time, and we just went like 
six months later, we were on our way to Croatia. So that was pretty, pretty cool, I would say. Yeah, exciting. <laughs> There's like no, yeah, yeah, really, really exciting, especially when you're bringing like those people to your country and you know it's it's going to be like a unique experience for all of us, even for me, yeah. even though Croatia is where I grew up. Uh, when I left, I never saw Croatia like the same, but this trip changed my perspective on that country even more yeah and it's because everyone has a unique experience anyway but getting that many people from that many different cultures and upbringings Mm -hmm. yeah incredible that yeah that brings like something different to the trip i would say definitely and a beautiful country did you would you say before we get into more detail would you say you focused Mm -hmm. more on sort of the the nature side and and the environment or was it more of a cultural view for you um it was definitely nature definitely nature but we also saw some cultural um aspects of that of croatia as well but we're yeah nature was the first point to start perfect so getting into a bit more detail then so day one and also start off mentioning what season you went in what month was it and and would you recommend that time to go Yep, so we went in April and um, for anyone who is planning to go to to visit Croatia, I would definitely recommend going in April or May. Um, Even early June is fine because that's the time when um, the weather is really, really nice. It's spring, everything is blooming, blossoming, all the flowers, all the animals are out, like all the people are finally get to get outside and there is not that many tourists and that's what makes it like perfect to visit in that time because Croatia can be really crowded in summer months when there is our peak season and stuff like that so April, May, early June is definitely the time to visit. So that's when we went and so we set off on the 17th of April which is actually Exactly one year ago. Today is 17th of April. <laughs> certainly is. <laughs> I'm <trying> to reminisce then. <laughs> so, yeah, we set off from Birmingham and then we took the National Express coach to Sunstead. And it was really sunny in the UK, surprisingly, as well. And, of course, that day was just travelling and um, transferring from one coach to another, going through all the security at the airport. But, of course, there is just one rule when you go to the airport. No matter what time it is, you always have a beer. So that's exactly what we did. (laughs) That's so So, funny you mentioned that because I I just spoke about it uh, in yesterday's recording, which goes up tomorrow, about uh, camper vanning in Australia. And we were talking about mm -hmm. the airports, something about UK airports is it's perfectly fine to drink beer no matter what time you're there. (laughs) No matter what time. But it's all around the world, like... I love it, man. Airports are the place to be, I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, um, we were at the airport, got a little bit tipsy, took the flight and then we landed. Uh, So as there was eight of us, uh, we rented a van and it was me driving the van. So I have like less than two years driving experience. (laughs) And this was like pretty... (laughs) Like, it was a challenge for me, but still, like, you know, you're so, so, so happy you're there with that group of people, and you just sit in the van, and we just set off. 
so we arrived at my place. That's where my dad met us. Um, he prepared some food for us, which is really, really nice. I mean, not to sound rude, but any food that's not UK food is perfect. <laughs> Sorry to say that. But like, and Mediterranean food especially. <laughs> so, you know... <laughs> <laughs> it was just like a... cry too much <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> so yeah um we had some food and some drinks and then i left off with uh, my friend to see my mom and the rest of the guys just stayed in the flat and of course what else would you expect from six guys other than getting drunk in two hours and drinking all the wine supplies you have there so Jeez. that was the first day i would say like just drinking and traveling and just getting excited for everything that's about to come and whereabouts in the country are we starting are you starting at the top or, or down in the south exactly so sorry i forgot to mention so we flew into pula so pula is um a city in istria so it's a peninsula we're on the border with slovenia and sea border with italy so right so, north then yeah yeah, northern west, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where we flew into, and then we stayed in a little uh, city called Rasha. It's actually a really interesting city with interesting history, um, because that's where um, all the mines were in back in nine in 20th century, and mm. where all the first actually um, revolution against the um, fascism and all those things started so yeah that's a pretty good place to stay i would say <laughs> yeah yeah perfect so you stayed the first night there at the with your family uh, had mm -hmm. had an enjoyable amount to drink and <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> what was the next day like what where where were you off to um next day after approximately three hours of sleep we were off to the sea because what else is there in Croatia to see but see? Um, so not far from where I live, about, um, I would say, seven, eight kilometers is one little um, city on the coast. It's called Rabat. So that's where we went. Um, the beach is full of pebbles, but they're like so, so white. Like it looks like not Croatia. You would say it's, I don't know. Somewhere else in the world you see on Instagram pictures like Caribbean or whatsoever. Oh, wow. And this crystal, crystal clear sea, blue sea. And as a Croatian, I'm not really used to swimming in April. I usually, the first time I swim is around May or June. But mm. still, because it was so hot, we just all ran into the sea. And it was freezing cold, freezing cold. <laughs> still. Yeah, all the people were looking at us as if we were crazy, but you know what? We didn't give a damn. So yeah, absolutely. That was, yeah, that was pretty, pretty cool, I would say. Just the eight of us laying in the beach on the sun next to the sea, listening to the sound of waves and just the birds flying over. And in the Lovely distance, you can actually see the biggest island in Croatia, which is uh, Tres. So, yeah, we enjoyed a pretty nice view as well. <laughs> and I'm really glad you actually ran in, ran in and did it running into the cold water because it's, I always have a mindset of, you know, that any uncomfort you're going to have 
is going to be absolutely temporary but the memory exactly. and the happiness is going to last forever and it's mm-hmm. you know I, I had a time where uh, i was doing uh, an airsoft festival which is like paintballing but with bb guns and um and on the sunday it tipped it down but we also agreed to go out and play because yeah we were gonna get soaked right through and we did i tell you when i got <laughs> back to the car i didn't realize how much a t-shirt how much water a t-shirt can hold <laughs> until i wrung it out <laughs> But I think back to that, I don't, I don't, I don't feel wet or cold when when I think back to that memory. I, I'm laughing because of what you did. So it's exactly. yeah, you're absolutely right for running into the ocean. Exactly, like you just ran into it because you know it's probably your first and last time with that group of people, and you just go for it because why not? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you also see is a good test of the people you have around you. If you've just met them, it's a good mm. test to see what 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 minerals they've got. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. So anything so, else yeah, about day um, two that we need to know? Um, well, we just we were just um, walking around the city, and then we went to see my grandma. So my okay. grandma, she doesn't speak any English, but she does speak German. So she was able to speak with two of my German friends. Oh, but lang- language in that in those moments is not really important because you have food on the table, you have drinks, we're all smiling. And it's just like, you know, my grandmother, she's quite old. I mean, not quite old. Sorry. <laughs> she's quite young, <laughs> around <laughs> 65, 66. Okay, so, yeah. Um, yeah, she was just happy to see me there with all this group of people that are so close to me and I was so happy to be there and uh, to get my family introduced to that group of people so it was a really 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 special moment for me like really special and um, yeah that was um, that was my uh, dinner at grandma's with my friends it was pretty interesting lots of food and wine and rakia and whatsoever not (laughs) yes perfect so finishing off day two then yep wonderful how did how did day three go then so uh, was there more family visits or are we now escaping them oh escaping escaping away from her family (laughs) (laughs) no matter how much i love them i'm here with my friends so next day um after another two hours of sleep i would say we mm-hmm. went uh, back to where we flew into, <laughs> and that was Pula. So Pula is um, not really far from where we stayed. It's about half an hour drive. And when we got there, the first um, place we went to was Tattoo Shop. <laughs> so um, <laughs> oh, it was... <laughs> yeah, oh God. Well, it was all planned. You know, we weren't drunk well, I'm not really sure about that, but we weren't yeah. drunk when you, you we made that decision. <laughs> the bloodstream may have been yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's the tattoo shop that I go to um, every year. It's called Hooding. And okay. um, I was the one getting the tattoo and another friend who visited. He's from the UK. So I got this tattoo. It's a sunset. I'm just looking at it on my elbow. And then... Lovely. I also got another tattoo unplanned. Oh, this is not a story, but sorry, I have to mention this. <laughs> so my <laughs> tattoo artist, he was like, right, so you can have another tattoo for free. I'm like, right, oh. that's pretty cool. So I was thinking, what should I get? And tattoo is not something you get 
just because like no, it's gonna stay at the skin forever <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's something that's gonna stay on your skin so since i was there with this group of people i was mm. like right i think it has to be a table a table, <laughs> a table. well that's first. yeah a table so i have a table on my ankle it's just a normal like completely normal table like nothing extraordinary about it but the thing is this table that was a vision that a few of us saw when we were on a rave together mm-hmm. and up until this day we still don't know whether that table was there or not so <laughs> I decided to get it on my ankle and just, you know, make it real. <laughs> make it real. That's a lovely inside joke you got there. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's one lovely memory that I have still. And I tell you what, as well, what we'll do is, we'll, if you, after this, if you let me know what the tattoo shop was, I'll put it in the description. And that way, if anyone, because awesome. um, I've got tattoos too. Um, I'm a big awesome. fan of them. And, and, and I know people who like to find good artists and when they are mm. away they go and get it in that place so if you let me yeah. know after this I'll put it in the, in the description yeah that would be great awesome thank you no problem right then so um, we got some tattoos um, and I think that lasted about three or four hours and it was really like a scorching hot day again. So after that, we just went to get some food. There's this really nice um, place. It's fast food plate like shop, but still you have vegan and vegetarian options. I okay. can't remember what it was called, but I can let you know. And then you can add to the description later. If that's fine. Yeah, no problem. Um, so that's what we ate. And then we went to... Um, Arena. So Arena is um, something like Colosseum in Rome. It's really, really nice. So you have this amphitheater in the middle of the city, but still next to the sea. And we just went in there. It was actually my first time being in there, but not being on a concert or a festival or whatsoever. And it gives you a completely different perspective. So you're in the middle of this arena and it's just like, wow, like how are, how are these people able to like build something like this? We still don't know today. So it was really, really like, I would say just mind blowing, to be it's honest. Incredible architecture. Yeah, just incredible. And we actually went um, in the dungeons where we were able to see some like um, ceramics and stuff left from back in the time and stuff like that. So that was that was awesome man like if anyone ever goes to Croatia definitely go to Pula and see the arena because it's awesome even better if you're able to go on a concert or in a festival over there the atmosphere is like nowhere else like nowhere else in the world I'm telling you (laughs) wow so So if you can time it with something something musical then that'd be perfect yeah 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 definitely like whatever it is i was there on classical concerts um drum and bass festivals and stuff like that so the acoustics must be insane and the lighting too i imagine yeah true and the best thing like i love sunsets so you can actually see the sun going into the sea whilst you're in arena and you get this most beautiful lighting ever and just like 
I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. You just have to be there to actually experience it and see it. It's awesome. Beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, we were in Pula that day. Um, not only Colosseum, I'm sorry, not Colosseum, but Arena that's similar to Colosseum is there, but also other um, Roman buildings like temples and all these, I don't know, ruins and stuff like that. So we were going around and uh, just sightseeing all those places. And there is this really nice forum, like old um, Roman forum, where you can sit down, have a coffee. It overlooks this temple and it's just, beautiful you're in the shadow when it's a scorching hot day it just you know it's exactly what you need so that's what we did and then um you can walk around the pula and then go to the well in croatia we call it riva i don't know what it's really called in english but like (laughs) it's right next to the sea just like uh concrete pad next to the sea and then you walk over there and then you get to this point where you can see the sunset just perfectly so that's what we did. We just it looked like a pier, maybe, or or yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not a pier, but yeah, I think it could be like it's just um, a walk next to the sea. I don't really know if there is like a word for it in English, but I'm sure there is. It has Probably. to. Be. We'll have to leave it to people to go to Croatia and <laughs> go explore and find it themselves. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, uh, sunsets in Croatia are pretty awesome. Pretty, pretty awesome. As uh, Pula was also one of the most important ports back in the, when was that, 17th, 18th century? Excuse me, my history is not really the best, but it was a really important port. So you can still see the ships there and um, just the whole setting is magnificent, really. Yeah. Perfect. So, yeah. And that that was Pula. Pula's, Pula was awesome. And then yeah, we had it back on our half an hour drive, got some dinner, got some drinks and stayed up the whole night again. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So as someone who's done, I've done two long road trips um, and I've obviously done long drives elsewhere on, on little sleep. Uh, and I've got to say props to you for still for still pushing ahead <laughs> and, and being able to move. Oh. oh, trust me, this was only the third day. So it was nothing. Oh, it's still fine. <laughs> when we get to the next part, you'll see. You'll see what the real struggle is for a driver. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So what, what are the next day bring then? Uh, the next day, 20th of April. Um, right. This was the hiking day. So I don't know no, how smart. Yeah. <laughs> same. But I don't know how smart I was like bringing all these people in two hikes in the same day. Still, it was a pretty good day and I wouldn't yeah. change it for anything in this world. So we got up after probably one hour of sleep. I don't know if you guys noticed, but like as the days go by, we got less and less sleep. So, yeah. Like Let Half-Life. <laughs> On day seven, we were just like zombies. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah. <laughs> but at this point, we've so, still got energy to, to hike up some mountains then. Of course. So uh, the sun is shining again. Uh, it was a really, really hot week in April, and we were really lucky to be there in that time. So we were driving about 45 minutes, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um to this mountain it was not actually a mountain it's um 
some sort of like part of the national part of the mountain. It's called Vela Draga. Okay. And it's really interesting because it's um, one of the, what do I say, um, do you say geo <laughs> geology? So yeah, one of geology. The interesting uh, geological parts of this mountain. And I was never there myself before. So I lived in Croatia for 18 years. It was just half an hour drive from where I live. And I was yeah. never there before. Wow. And I regret, and I regret I was there only once <laughs> because yeah. it's amazing. So you walk through these um, woods and you arrive to this opening and what you see is like cliffs, like, I don't know if those are cliffs, but just like huge, 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 like parts of the mountain yeah. and like just staring at you with all this greenery around you and you're like, oh my god to so just stand there and you watch and that's it it was absolutely beautiful absolutely beautiful but there was one thing that of course didn't go right and that was eight of us decided to go hiking with no water <laughs> who does that <laughs> now who does that on like on a day when it's 25 degrees and you go hiking with no water. No one does that. <laughs> well, you know what? You you mentioned this before we started recording, but what you didn't yeah. mention was that you were also maybe not hungover, but definitely dehydrated to a degree oh, <laughs> start, yeah. starting out. Definitely, definitely, definitely. We were already dehydrated. So it was like a big, big challenge to just, mm. you know, keep going. So at this point, we were already like, you know, really tired and stuff because you had no water and no no snacks we had some snacks in the van that we left behind us but that was it so anyway you're there for the moment you're there for the people who cares about water you know your body is made up of 70 percent of water i'm sure it can like you know go on for a few hours without yeah, it some sort of convoluted logic that keeps you pushing yeah <laughs> exactly so we kept on going and we came to this part we were actually lost as i was never there we were lost and we got to this dead end where you could see like all the rock climbers <laughs> climbing up like all the rocks and we were like what the hell is going on yeah. and they were all looking at us because we were undressed we were dressed so inappropriately like none of us had like yes. hiking shoes or anything just trainers and stuff like that that was a really funny moment, just like a group of eight people <laughs> random wandering around the woods with no water, no proper equipment, and here we are, lost. The thing is, I think Luckily, everyone makes that mistake once, though. Um, and, and it's worth mentioning to people listening, too. Uh, there's, if you go back to one of my earlier podcasts, it, it, unfortunately, it's just me rambling on, but um, I talk <laughs> about failing Penny Fan in, in, in the UK. I mean, it, honestly, what you're describing minus the kit uh sounds like a croatian <laughs> version of my mistakes so. <laughs> i think like everyone does that mistake if not like praise to you guys kudos to you because it's really easy mistake to make <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah so anyway we found a way finally back and when when we got there it was this abandoned um train line like train road and there was this like um, a tunnel that was really, really fresh and 
cold. So that was exactly what we needed. We were super dehydrated. Yeah. So we yeah. stayed there for a while, chilled a little bit, smoked a cigarette, and then we continued on. Yeah. And, uh, well, I don't think I have to tell you that the way back was way, way harder than the way there. <laughs> because... <laughs> After like two and a half hours, you're like, man, I can't do this anymore. Like, no, just bring me back to the van straight away. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't really work like that. No. <laughs> so we walked back. We survived. We survived. We got there. We still didn't have water, but at least we had food. So we had some food um, and rested a little bit. And then the hike continues. Perfect. So um, where we went next, we had to drive there. There okay. is this mountain in Istria, it's called Uchka, and it's the highest mountain in the region. It's about 1,500 meters high. Oh, so wow. we didn't, yeah, we didn't hike all the way up there, but we did drive to the point um, where you can hike to the, to the peak. Yeah. So that's what we did. Um, and man, the scenery, like the view is Wow. 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 It's incredible. Wow. Even though I live in Croatia, every time I go there, it's like, it's like I'm seeing it for the first time. Yeah. You really like whoever's listening to this, like, please, please, please just go there and do yourself a favor because yeah. it's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. These tall trees that you're like, walking through and it's just silent you can just hear the birds and the wind going through the leaves of the trees oh just beautiful so we did hike up until the point or at least some of us as i was the designated driver i had to go back get the van and drive to the peak because it will be too late to actually hike back down it will be really dark and we would definitely get lost so we did meet up with all the guys on the top and guess mm. what? It was 20th of April and we were there at 4.20. So guess <laughs> what we did. <laughs> did you uh, play cards? Exactly. That's exactly uh, what we did. Uh, Scrabble. Um, <laughs> of course, we smoked a J, enjoyed the views. And the views are like, it's really interesting, that mountain, because on one side, you can see all the all the islands and the sea and the city that I was born in that's called Rijeka, which means river, really. Yeah. <laughs> and then on the other side, you can see the countryside and all the rest of the Istria, the peninsula where we were. Wow. So it's just wow. It's just wow. Yeah. I don't know, guys. Like, just, just I don't on. know. I'm, <laughs> I haven't, yeah, I haven't been to many places in the world, but trust me, Croatia is the most beautiful. That sometimes you, you just know, though. Yeah, sometimes you just know. <laughs> it's um, it, it's worth spot. mentioning as well. Have, have at the top, it it's worth. I think the way I see it is, everyone has their own thing they like, and and yeah. and what you like is harmless. <laughs> you know, some people <laughs> like to have a beer at the top. Some people will get their coffee yeah. out. For me, when I did Ben Nevis, I got coffee and I got di- um, Mugavitti's digestives out. <laughs> this, you know, I, I met Storm Kira and I was getting battered by the wind. I was like, no, I must have this coffee. So to be honest with you, it's just a lovely way to just finish something off. It's like having a red wine in the evening. It's, you know, yeah. So, exactly. yeah. I, I, exactly. yeah. 
super jealous. It just brings something special to it. Like, and then, yeah. of course, we watch the sunset from the top. And oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, the colors of the sunset are my favorite colors in the world. Yeah. And then that day, I just confirmed that it's beautiful, yeah. more than beautiful, just magnificent. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we're back in the van. Um, at this point, we're I've got a question. Were eight people sleeping in the van or were you finding a hostel each night? <laughs> no, no, no. So um, at this point, we were still awake, all of us, mm. which is a surprise because it like from this point on, it doesn't really happen very often. So we were still awake. It was this time it was a bit longer ride because we were at the top of the mountain. So of course you have to go back down. And there was this like road with so many curves and like you have to be so careful because it's dark yeah. and like anyone can just come in the opposite direction. And I'm driving this huge van with eight people in it. And it's just like, you know, it's not ideal, but you have to do it. Yeah. So when we finally got to the bottom and we were on the road again, we went to the shop to get some beer, <laughs> <laughs> celebrate and finish off the evening and the night. So that was the 20th of April in Croatia on the top of a mountain. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. So on to the next day then. Let's go. 21st of April. Well, well. Um, this day was, as I was the one planning this whole trip, um, I really just like, when planning this, I wasn't really looking for places to go. I already had them in my mind. So it wasn't really hard to uh, plan all of this. But this mm. day was the one that I left to the opportunities. Like, let's see what happens. So on this day, we went to Rovin. Um, this is my favorite city in Istria, definitely. Okay. Maybe the first favorite city in Croatia because it's so nice. It's so cute. Like, it's this small city. And um, as all of the cities in Croatia, they're kind of like on the hills. Mm -hmm. So in Istria, sorry, in Istria, like we have loads of little hills. And in medieval times, people used to build fortresses on the top of those hills. So all of the remains are still there. And in Ravin, you have this beautiful church, absolutely beautiful, that oversees the sea and the city. So it's the best you can get. Yeah. So that's where we went. Um, and of course, we watched the sunset there again. When I said the sunset from the mountain was pretty awesome, well, this, this, this is like... Another thing, because there is one thing, watching the sunset at the mountains and then watching the sunset at the sea. And it's like yeah. two different things, but so special in a way, each yes. one of them. So um, we were there, drank a coffee, watched the sunset, listened to some music. And we were sitting on this really, really high wall. Like it's, I think it's at least 50 meters like to the bottom, and you can see the boats passing by on the sea, the people walking by, and just the seagulls flying over. And yeah. it was, wow, blow, like it blew my mind away again. Really serene. <laughs> really, 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 really serene. And the city is just like 
all these small little like narrow streets full of art full of art and all these like small shops with local foods lavender olive oil wine seafood restaurants all the best you can get from Istria honestly all the best perfect that's perfect so really so, enjoyable day experiencing the city then and uh, and getting to watch yeah, a different type really, of sunset really, yeah exactly really random kind of unplanned and absolutely beautiful as they say all the things in life happen when you least expect it to <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 on my road trip to Norway, we had one day that was unassigned, and we decided to get to the Hartz Mountains in Germany. I didn't realize they had mountains in the in the north of the country, and I, I had a similar sort of day. But yours does sound just a little bit better than mine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Probably nicer weather and a better sunset. But um, but yeah, it, <laughs> spontaneity is brilliant when it comes to traveling. So. Exactly 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 so yeah as you can imagine like all the red and pink and purple colors and then the reflection on the sea well that was our goodbye to Rovin and then we drove back to Russia again for anyone who wants to travel to Istria it's a perfect peninsula to have a road trip because you can get from one point of the peninsula let's say from the east where I live to the other point in about an hour about yeah an hour and a half i would say so whoever has a van whoever wants to do that road trip just go just go because there are so many small little villages to see and places to see and nature to see just just do it just do it yeah. Croatia is a place to be absolutely and uh, and let me and let me guess was it another night of some drinking <laughs> Oh yeah, that, that's <laughs> right. Like you can never go wrong with that. Actually, um, sorry, I forgot. On that day, um, we actually met up with some Croatian friends of oh, mine. So we were in this um, my friend's house. We all have kind of like um, I don't know what would you call it. Like in Croatia, we call it konoba. So it's this place in the house where you have a fireplace and a table and some sitting space and a garden. So basically your own little club, (laughs) you always turn it into a club on weekends or whenever you want. You just invite all of your friends there, get some drinks, make some food and just enjoy life. So that's exactly what we did on that night. And we didn't sleep early. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) i'm getting worried at this point (laughs) um well actually let me tell you we not we i would say they got 15 minutes of sleep and i'm not even kidding so as i was the driver i was being responsible and i slept two hours (laughs) but the rest of them slept 15 minutes and the thing is it wouldn't really be such a big of a problem but the that day we had a road trip and it was a six hour long road trip yes so, is, it, is this to the lakes this is to the lakes so because on i that was day, thinking in my head we're kind of staying around the north of the country and i knew that was coming up so i was thinking like <laughs> christ how are we gonna get there <laughs> such how we want to get there so i it's was August a driver <laughs> I was a driver. Okay, at that point when I woke up, I was not sober. 
I was not sober, but just because I didn't get enough sleep <laughs> and yeah. not all of those like alcohol and other substances didn't get like enough time to just, you know, get out of my body. Anyway. We and obviously we don't, if anyone is, we don't endorse this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but carry on. <laughs> all right. So I, I was the one waking everyone up and it was the biggest struggle ever. It was six in the morning and you had to wake up seven people, students, keep in mind, who slept just for 15 minutes. It was a big, big, big struggle. But anyway, somehow we all got up. We all got everyone in the van by quarter to seven. We got all the stuff, all the food that we need. My mom cooked for us, so we were all fine with food and we set <laughs> off. I think it was about, well, I might be wrong, but it was between 200 and 300 kilometers that we had to drive. Sounds so about right, we six started, hours. Yeah, yeah. So we started off and um, we, of course, listened to some music in the van if anyone is up for techno music you have to listen to boris breaker because he's the best like that guy just keeps going so that's what we were listening to on our travels just driving and driving and driving on full volume while the rest well, of the people were asleep <laughs> exactly. that's what you need for the amount of hours sleep you've had you, you, <laughs> you know even if you like soft jazz and didn't like techno you, you put the techno on to stay awake <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly <Another> so feeling, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was a driver and luckily I had two passengers sitting next to me and mm. they were awake throughout all of this journey they were, oh, the so ones nice. who were always awake and giving me the support that I need which means coffee cigarettes and music <laughs> <laughs> and so kind that's words. how we went on <laughs> and kind words <laughs> and <laughs> laughter of course <laughs> so we kept on going and um, we made a stop at one point when all of the shops opened. We got some food. Everyone was still asleep. So we ate something and we just continued on because it was another like three or four hours in front of us to drive to be on the road. And the road that we took, so we were driving from Russia to Zadar. Zadar is um, a city on the coast of it's not really Dalmatia, but it's like kind of there. Okay. So it's one of, it's a beautiful city, but let me get to that later. So basically, the, if anyone's traveling in Croatia, don't ever, ever take the highway. Just don't right. do it. Like, don't do it because you're going to spend more money. You're just going to be on one road, like just one straight road, looking at the same thing for hours and hours and hours. What you can do is just take the, we call it in Croatia old road, and you take this road that is goes on, follows the coast. So you're driving for six oh. hours next to the sea, overlooking the mountains and the islands of Croatia. I don't think you understand how big a tip you've just given to anyone doing a road trip in Croatia. <laughs> guys just go for the it old road. Just go for it yeah old road like that's that's what we call it in Croatia so basically um just don't follow the highway just follow the signs the yellow signs to wherever you're going just follow the yellow signs don't go on the highway and you won't get lost if you do get lost 
you're probably going to end up somewhere incredible. So, you know, good for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just... Either somewhere incredible or you're welcome to 2020 and onwards, you will have 4G or some sort of signal to, <laughs> to find yeah, exactly. your way out. Or a exactly. map. I hear, I hear they still print maps. <laughs> oh, I, I heard so too. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a room. I'm not so sure about it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't, I don't really know how to describe the feeling when you're driving next to the coast, especially when you grew up in that country and you're just looking at this and all of those people surrounding you are so amazed by what they see. Mm. It's just like kilometers and kilometers of, I, I don't know, I don't know, man. Like It's like a movie, it's like a fairy tale, whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want to call it, you just enjoy the best what life has to offer you. Be in the moment, yeah. Exactly. So we were driving. So driving. Uh, at some point we yeah. eventually make it there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. We did at some point. <laughs> so oh, we got there. Perfect. <laughs> um, and luckily it was a holiday, so we didn't have to pay for the parking space. Oh, great. So we parked there, um, we had some food, and we kept on walking, so sightseeing. And Zadar is one city you just have to visit in Croatia. Forget Dubrovnik and Split and all of those places you hear about in Game of Thrones and like, oh, you have to visit Dubrovnik because Game of Thrones was filmed there. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm saying this, I have never been to Dubrovnik myself, and I'm sure it's awesome and it's worth visiting, but don't forget about all the other places in Croatia mm. there are. And yeah. Zadar is one of them. So what makes Zadar really special is that there is this sea organ. So it's actually um, an experimental um, instrument and it was made uh, in the concrete where the sea meets the coast. So as the waves come in, and the wind comes in, it creates the sound. And the sound that comes out is just like, wow. Whoa. Um, you know, oh, sorry. You know those things um, in church? Like, what's that thing in the church the called organ. that you play? Yeah, the organ. So that's why it's called the C organ, because that's exactly what it is. And you just sit there. Wow, and just that's incredible. Close your eyes. Yeah, and the sound comes through the holes all over the coast. So it's just beautiful. You just sit there, close your eyes, and relax. Just listen to the music that nature is making. Yeah. And I don't think there is any like better sound in the world. <laughs> so yeah. that's exactly what we did. We sat there, enjoyed the sound of the waves, the seagulls, the sea, and that, that was it. That was it. After that, you restore the life back to your soul even though you hangover you <laughs> haven't really ate that much <laughs> but you know that keeps you going that's exactly what keeps you going <laughs> yeah so yeah that that was pretty awesome um we we then um went back to the van and then continued traveling so up until this point i kind of knew the road but from there I was blind. It was basically like you held a blindfold on my eyes because I only had the map and I've never traveled those roads before. 
So we yeah. drew and drew and drew, and the scenery again was absolutely beautiful because at that point you're driving to the mountains, and there are a lot of mountains in Croatia. But this is just like wow, just like empty road and just pff, all of the highest peaks surrounding you. And so you that's can't where we tell were driving. From the title of the podcast, I'm kind of biased to liking mountains. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we were <laughs> so um yeah um we finally got there to the house where we were staying or at least i thought it was the house where we were staying so i parked the van got out of the van and went to speak to the lady it's like hello we booked this house like two months ago and blah 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 and she was like nope this was cancelled <laughs> Like, no, sorry, there must have been a mistake. I'm sure I booked this and I paid for it. Look, so I'm showing her all the their receipts and the confirmations I got. And then after like 15 minutes arguing with that woman, I realized, which was my mistake. <laughs> so I booked one house first and then I canceled it and I booked another one. Oh. But the was the house that we just drove into was called Vuk. So Vuk means wolf. And the house that we were actually supposed to go to was called Wolf. But there was no creation translation for it. So the creation name for it was Wolf. And we were in front of the one called Vuk, which means wolf. So we were really, <laughs> really confused. Like, there was a really <laughs> awkward moment. Really, really awkward, let me tell you. <laughs> when you're like... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm so, so sorry. What you, what you just got so, on just rubbed it in her face that you found a better place. <laughs> I just didn't know what to say. I just kept telling her, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But yeah, she was really angry, as you could imagine. But anyway, we got out of it. And unluckily, uh, that was when our first damage to our van happened. Um, oh, no. I scratched the van on the bush and it was not really the greatest moment. I would say it was the lowest moment of a journey, but you know what? You just have to keep moving on. Like, it makes you appreciate the happened? highs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like up until that moment, everything was perfect. We were happy to arrive to the house and then you realize it's not the house. You scratch the van and you're like, oh man, this is just not going well. Yeah. But anyway, um, I just said, like, you know what? There is no, no point in worrying about it. Like, it is what it is. I can't change the past. Let's just keep on going. And I'll, I'll figure this out. You. Yeah, I was going to ask, what did you do to, like, sort of mentally, what mm -hmm. did you do to get past that? And that's such, such a wonderful response to it. Exactly. Like, you just, no matter what happens, like, you just have to keep that positive attitude because come on, it's not the end of the world, whatever it is, like, you can fix it. And it was just one scratch in the van. So, like, yeah. you know what? We're all alive. We're still here. Let's just keep going. It's, like, life is good. <laughs> yeah, if you want to be annoyed, you can do that back in Birmingham. You know, whilst you're away, you're only there for a limited amount of time, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, um, after another 15 minutes, we finally reached the house. And the house was beautiful. So... It was this kind of like wooden house and it's really typical for all the mountain areas of Croatia. So we stayed there over 
two floors and we had like so much rings, not that much food, but we survived. Yeah. <laughs> th that's how we kept going. And then at one point around um, 10 p.m., we went into the woods because the house was in the woods. So we were like, you know what? I think we should go into the woods and look at the stars. So that's exactly what we did. Wow. And we, we just walked and walked and walked and we found this spot in the woods and we just lay there under the stars. And then there is eight people in complete silence and you're like, oh my God. Like that's when it all hits you, when you realize where you are with whom and how precious that moment is. Yeah. You just reflect so on the moment. One, yeah. So that was one of those moments. Definitely, okay. definitely. And uh, yeah, that's, um, that was pretty much the day on the road trip. Uh, we went back to the house. I slept the first one again. I was a responsible driver. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. So um, next morning, which was the sixth day, um, yeah. I was the first one to get up. It was 6 a.m., and I'm sitting on this balcony, overlooking the trees and the woods, and you just hear the birds. Yeah. yeah. It's so peaceful and so quiet, and that's exactly what you need when you're getting prepared for like a full day of going around the national park and driving again back yeah. for six or seven hours. So it was just amazing. Like my first time in that area, and I love it. I will go back. If you ask me right now, right now, I will be there on the balcony, <laughs> sipping that coffee, smoking that cigarette. Yep. <laughs> back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we got up, cleaned the house. Oh, gosh, what a mess. What a mess <laughs> can people make in just one night? <laughs> Jesus. What a mess. <laughs> So, when I was at university, I lived with five other guys, so I can, I've got an idea oh, of how much mess you can make in one night. Oh dear, yeah, a lot, a lot. Yes. <laughs> we managed to break like a chair or like something else, but oh dear, that's what you happens. You had fun. <laughs> <laughs> so finally everyone did wake up. I was waking everyone up again, but you know what, let me tell you one tip. When waking up hangover people, it's just bring them coffee and if they smoke, bring them a cigarette and you will see them up on the their feet. gentle approach. Yeah, it's like, you know, you say like, hello, good morning, I have coffee for you and a cigarette, let's go get up. Like, oh. <laughs> that's how you do it. That's so how you're you do not it. Commending the wooden spoon and frying pan, no? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just smacking them together. <laughs> No, <laughs> no we're going to take the nice route and coffee and coffee and a cigarette. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. <laughs> we're being nice here. Yeah. So we did get up um, and we went to the national park. We paid. And which one was it? The entry. So the national park is called um, Plitvička Jezera in Croatian, or um, some people might recognize it as Plitvica Lakes. So it's one of the most beautiful national parks in the world and it's not just because i'm saying that it's just because 
people said that and you can see it all over like the internet mm. and whatsoever and it's actually one of the unesco's heritage sites yes and it was my first time there so i didn't know what to expect none of us did and that's the best thing when you don't expect anything and you just go yeah. and plitvice is a place to go when you don't expect anything because that's when you get everything <laughs> the lakes are wonderful just yeah. wonderful um waterfalls um and then you get the boat that drives you from one little part of the lake to another one and then you keep on walking over the wooden bridges and water flowing under you and just the birds again singing and you're just walking and walking through this huge huge area we were walking for like 10 hours wow it's just like that place is huge it's huge and you can take like so many different routes and everything so we did take the longest route and um it was the best decision to make because you're there for some of them maybe only once so why not that's what yeah. we did yeah and um i'll tell you like with the lakes is the place to be <laughs> the place to be like at one point so as we were walking and basically where you're walking is a wooden pat pathway right next to the lake and you're walking and walking and walking and you see these lakes and small waterfalls and the woods and the hills surrounding you and all these flowers and trees and whatsoever is not growing there and then you arrive to the biggest waterfall there is on the lakes and you're standing in front of it and you can like the water is just like as the wind is blowing you get these small drops of water like or water all over you and it's like wow it's like you're standing on i don't know i don't know the biggest waterfall in the world but it's not it's just literally lakes but it's what nature does and it's yeah. absolutely magnificent it gives you that wonderful Magnific impression exactly exactly and in when fact, you're standing yeah <laughs> i was just gonna say in fact for anyone listening who who may not believe <laughs> emma here <laughs> if you go to um there's a website called muchbetteradventures.com and they specialize in doing um sort of adventure holidays i've got a couple booked with them as well for, for some hikes but they do a kayaking package on these lakes and the photos wow. they provide there are picturesque uh yeah I'd recommend if you if you if you are absolutely falling in love with Emma's description here, go to that website, check it out, and uh, have a look at, at that package. The pictures they provide are wonderful, and the description, the itinerary is incredible. Wow, that sounds awesome! Like, I think I might do kayaking on the lakes next time I go there as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, like honestly, like it's it's place you only see in your dreams. The water is so clear and so blue and pff, I don't know if I you know what I could keep on going on about those lakes for years <laughs> yeah absolutely. you have to go just have to go and see and witness it for yourself yeah it's, 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 it's almost a shame when you have to turn around and start heading back to the van <laughs> Yeah, it is it is it is well we did get to the van at some point I think we were walking around for about 10 hours I would say yeah. so at the point when we reached the van it was um, almost dark already 
and we had to head back because next day was our last day in Croatia. So we had to go back (laughs) and get some rest (laughs) to board that flight. So that's what we did. Was there anything that you did in the last day at all before getting the flight? Did you manage to fit in a a sneaky visit to a a coffee shop somewhere or to the coastline? Um, Well, let me tell you what happened on the way back. Okay, go on then. that that's an interesting story so we did head back and again as i said i've never been to this part of the country ever before Mm. so the road we traveled was unknown and it was a road that you never want to travel on like it was this tiny tiny narrow road that goes through the mountains and they're like um curvy uh waves is that what you call them uh curves like so, 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 so narrow. Yeah, so narrow, and it was dark. You can't see anything, and it's raining. So we were driving like that for about two and a half hours, and it was it was not even that long. I think it was about 20, 30 kilometers, but it took us so long because the road was hell, absolute hell. So yeah, we got through there. We got through the dark part and then we got onto the like normal road on the way to the highway. And we thought, okay, that's fine. We can drive normally now. So I did. I continued driving. But then I saw a frog on the road. And I was like, hmm, that's, that's just a frog. That's fine. I can keep on going. Like, I'll, I'm, I'll make sure I don't kill it. Yeah. Go and the car. Yeah. After like five minutes, I see three more frogs on the road. I'm like, all right then. Well, there's no cars on the road. I will still avoid them and make sure to save their life. But then after five more minutes, there were millions of frogs on the road. It was raining frogs, raining frogs. And there was no other choice but just to go and drive over them. That's heartbreaking. (sighs) That's like... Like you know, in those scenes in movies where <laughs> where it's like slow motion and there's like there's like they cut the sound. It's just the it's just the strings of the orchestra playing sad music. And yeah. it's just slow motion driving through. That's so sad. Yeah, that that's how it was. So pouring down rain, driving over frogs, and I was just crying and crying and crying. And you can't stop because you're gonna come out into the sea of frogs. So it was like a horror movie after six days of no sleep. It was just something that you really don't want to go through. Yeah. But it's an experience again. Well, there's um, the title of the podcast. Really... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Driving over frogs in Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. I still have trauma from frogs. Like, honestly, <laughs> I saw two of them like a couple of weeks back and I couldn't move. I couldn't pass by the frogs because i was so scared of them so guys if you ever see frogs on the road just turn around turn around it's not a good sign (laughs) believe me (laughs) (laughs) so that was it uh frogs on the road rain absolutely heavy rain even on the highway i still couldn't go faster than 40 kilometers per hour which is even less than the minimum speed allowed on the highway so it was not a nice journey, but something no. that we just had to go through with some coffee, Boris playing again, and that yeah. was it. 
I was going to say some coffee and some trance. <laughs> yeah, some coffee and some trance and techno. That that's the that's the way to go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we did finally get home. We did, Perfect. and I was so glad we were home. <laughs> yeah. And that was our last night in Croatia. Um, we did get drunk again. Like no matter if we slept 15 minutes or 15 hours, we'll still get drunk. And the next day was really just um, sitting in the garden and having our little feast with really nice food and wine and whatsoever. Um, because we had really beautiful view of the mountains. Again, like you just, because Rasha is in kind of like in a hole, I would say. It's surrounded by mountains. So it's beautiful. Yeah. It was just a perfect, perfect place to spend your last day. So that's what we did. Um, I said goodbye to my family and we were off to the airport. Um, dropped off the van. Everything was fine. They didn't say anything about the scratch. If Good. anyone from a rent a car, pull out wherever we were rented from, here it is. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> yeah, they did say it's fine. So they just let us go. And that was, um, that was a happy ending, I would say, definitely. Yeah. Um, let me tell you, we didn't board the plane sober. Not at all. Maybe even more drunk than we when we left the UK. <laughs> it's just like it's that moment when you're leaving that place, but you're not leaving that place. You're leaving all the memories in that yeah. place. And you get the holiday blues. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the holiday blues kept on going for a few more days after we were back in the UK, landed in the grey, grey, grey sky, and just continued with our reality yeah <laughs> and let me tell you the next few weeks months we just couldn't get over that trip like just being able to travel somewhere with yeah. your friends or family just or whoever totally that euphoria. Is. yeah totally like totally it's just the best feeling in the world I do always um, travel alone but this was on one occasion when I travel with a group of friends and if I could choose, I would travel with a group of friends most of the time. Yeah. I would still travel alone because you meet so much people and you get yeah. that experience, like a different experience again. But traveling with the people you love is something different. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So anything else we need to know before I get into some wrap-up questions? Um... No, no, I don't, I don't really think so. I think that's very much it. Perfect, perfect. So I'd be interested to know, um, so what, a reason, of, I mean, I guess the universally known reason we travel for the most part is to, to experience unfamiliarity. Uh, and, mm -hmm. and I kind of know where the answer is going, but I'd like to hear, you know, I want to hear your words on it. You are Croatian in Croatia. Yeah. How, what? <laughs> How was the, the sense of unfamiliarity to you? Well, it was kind of like liberating, I would say, and frightening at the same time. Because um, 
you're traveling so whenever I'm traveling it's just this sense of freedom that you get because you don't know where you're going and it doesn't really matter where you end up the only thing that matters is you're on the road yeah so that's what it was like in Croatia but at the same time it was scary because um I didn't know where we are and I didn't know like these roads in my country and it kind of felt like strange not to know all these roads in your country but of course that's not possible like my country yeah. is not that big but it's still like you know <laughs> so it was scary it was a scary experience um but definitely worth it like you just have to keep going keep on going i would say like there's yeah. this google maps and all these things you follow just forget the fear like you'll be fine so um the whole trip, I would say, just opened my eyes to what Croatia actually is, because you have this one um, view of your country that you grew up in, and then yep. when you move out, that view changes, and then when you come back, that changes. That's when you come back on your own. But when you travel with some people that have never, ever been there before, and when you see the country from their eyes and experience it the way they're experiencing it, it's, it's like it's the first time you're visiting that country. And that's how it was like for me. Croatia from now on like, is just a totally different country for me. And I'm so glad it is because it's so much more lovable and so much more beautiful than it ever was before. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you're alone. Uh, I'm certainly I'm someone who has lived in um, the UK all my life, and only only recently have I actually started to visit places properly, like Cornwall and, and mm -hmm. you know Scotland and the Lake District. Oh yeah, all these different areas. Uh, you lived in Croatia for 18 years before coming to the UK to study. <laughs> what was one thing that surprised you the most about your trip there? Um. Hmm. Well, that's a difficult question, but I would say it's just um, the kindness of the people as well, because when you're okay. there, you see them as your nationals and you kind of create this picture of the Croatians as well. But Croatians are actually, when I was there, um, they showed their best sides of them and I was yeah. really not prepared for it. Because sometimes, you know, you're just so familiar, like, to all those people and places around you. You don't really put an extra effort to, you know, give them that kindness that we all deserve in our everyday lives. Yeah. So that's what Croatians gave me. And that's, that's something that really, really I didn't expect and that I will remember forever. Yeah, absolutely. Unless unless you turn up to the wrong house and and say that you you booked a room, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Of course, well, not all creations are nice. But, might, like... <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there are, there are some nice creations <laughs> as anywhere in the world. <laughs> what would, um so the the oh, getting more sleep might be one thing, but it'd be interesting to see if there was anything else that you would have done differently at all on on the trip. Um. You know what? That's that's a funny thing about this trip. I wouldn't do a single thing differently. Wow. Not a single thing. Oh, because wow. Because it was just like, 
it was perfect. The way it was, it was perfect. Everything just somehow turned out to work in our favor. And I was a really good planner, I'll tell you. <laughs> I organized that all pretty good. So you know, I think you should consider doing event management at university. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily I am already. <laughs> yeah, then, so uh, it was... Sorry, no, you got on the yeah. No, yeah, it was really just rarely like there are some trips that you just don't want to change a thing about and this was one of them but they're really really rare really rare <laughs> yeah so last question then and yeah. um i'll be interested to see which one you pick if you could relive one particular moment from the trip what would that be oh um <laughs> okay let me have a think it's a tricky question because some moments are only so perfect because of that one occasion. And you and if you went back yeah. again, it might not be the same. So it's a bit of a tricky question. Yeah. I'm always yeah, interested to see I what would, people say. I would say um, I would relive that hike when we had no water. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. Yeah. Because, oh, yeah, I actually, I, sorry, I forgot to mention. So on that first hike, you're with no water and then you're on the way to the top of the mountain and you find this spring of water coming oh. out of the stone and we're like wow what the hell stop 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 the run stop <laughs> right now stop and we just ran to it like ran like it was the first time we had water in our life and it was beautiful so i think that is the moment that i will relive definitely definitely Perfect. Oh, perfect. <laughs> well, listen, Emma, thank you so much for coming on and talking not only about your trip to Croatia, but your, your wonderful home country. So thank you so much. No, thank you. It was a pleasure to speak to you and to tell people about the beautiful country I come from. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed that interview. I really, really liked hearing about the hikes. Obviously, I'm a little bit biased. But I hope you enjoyed all the aspects and uh, especially a, a trip to Croatia that takes you away from the islands and the coastline, which is the, the more popular side from what I've seen. But do let me know what you think. If you'd like to come on the show, then please do email in at uh, on btmtravelpod at gmail.com. And if you would like to follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter, you're more than welcome to, which is at btmtravelpod. It's all set up and ready to go, and I will see you in the next episode.